0: consequence podcast network A lot of people live in denial because they think that to be realistic is to be depressing. I'm Dr. Mike, host of Going There. It was the first song where I wrote about how I felt like my depression was killing me and I didn't want it. Going There breaks the stigma of mental health issues by having real honest conversations with your favorite musicians, including Alessia Cara, Lizzie Hale, Jewel, Jason Isbell,
1: Gerard Way, Lauren Gray, Shamir, and Bartee Strange. There was something
2: there that was so raw where I was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that.
1: Let's go there on Going
0: There with Dr. Mike, brought to you by Sound Mind Live and the Consequence Podcast Network every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. After weeks of speculation, innuendo, rumors, and scopes, the wait is over. It's a tradition unlike any other. The Bonnaroo lineup comes to the What Podcast first each and every year. And alongside Barry Corder, Lord Taco, Brad Steiner, we go line by line. Through the greatest weekend of the year, it's Bonnaroo lineup day today on the What Podcast. Let's get into it right now. Kendrick, Foo Fighters, Odessa, Paramore, Lil Nas X, Baby Keen, Tyler Childers, Marcus Mumford, My Morning Jacket, Lord Taco, Barry Quarter, Brad Steiner. Welcome to Bonnaroo. Lineup day, the greatest day of our year. How are you guys? Yeah, you're 100% right. This is
1: is great, isn't it? This is so much fun.
0: Who's, it's a, it's, by the time you're listening to this it's, uh, it's lineup is out It might be 11 o'clock in the morning Who's eating corn for breakfast? <laughs> Who's eating corn for breakfast? <laughs> I, uh, we'll go through this line by line But this is um, You know I, the, the conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago When we talked to Brad uh, From C3 We asked him straight up What does the lineup look like this year? And he said it feels like Bonnaroo again uh, I don't see a uh, what we do, a machine gun Kelly kind of error on the lineup this year. It does feel like it harkens back to a Bonnaroo of ye old days when
1: Barry Corder was such a young man. Yeah, dark that, hair. Dark hair. That's right, <laughs> hundred pounds ago. Yeah, it was great. This is exciting, man. There's so many names on here that we keep finding. But it definitely feels old-school Bonnaroo. That's for sure.
0: So you said something before we started. You remembered the first Bonnaroo, and uh, you've seen a few names
1: that harken back to year one. Umphreys. Umphreys was year one. STS9 was year two. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think so. But, uh, you know, My Morning Jacket, you know, you, you guys both know... I, that's good for me i'm i'm sold it's a uh it's a solid lineup um with well, just, just that, but there's well, so many th- others.
0: Well, that's what I meant when I said that you were going to be very happy months ago with yeah. the my morning jacket thing. I think that the um, the history of my morning jacket in this festival is is something that lives in lore. To be honest, in 2004, the one of the hottest days, one of the smokiest, like the the dust was everywhere, and then out of nowhere, the sky broke open, and it became an iconic set. And then, just ironically, a few years later, they play again in the pouring rain. Yeah. you know, it's just it's one. Of these things like when My Morning Jacket plays just expect it to be pouring rain um, I think that they're gonna you're gonna hear a lot about My Morning Jacket and their history at Bonnaroo in the coming weeks as they sort of like ramp up in a whole new promotional calendar for them the other one that you know we tried to shine the light on was Paramore I, I kind of wanted that to be and the other one is Odessa I'll put it this way you know I'll just make this clear before we get too far into this when we have I'm a little different than Barry Barry's a professional journalist and he has a little bit different of a way to give news and information out. I don't necessarily have that. I do fart jokes on the radio, so I don't necessarily have journalistic integrity, but I try not to say anything that is directly tied to someone immediately, right? I I try to have two people that have told me something, right? or I find out from at least two separate entities that are not tied to each other, just so on the off chance, if I share something, it can't get directly back to that person if I have at least two people that are are not directly involved with each other, then I feel comfortable sharing information. I was never comfortable sharing the Foo Fighters. I was never comfortable sharing Lil Nas X, for example. But the Foo Fighters is a a big get considering all that they've been through. I I think that you're going to see a lot of Foo Fighters this year, turns out. I think you're going to see them on other festival lineups. I think you're going to see probably new music this year. But for them to come to Bonnaroo, we can't forget. This is the first time they've ever played. And the year that we we were supposed to get them. A hurricane rolled through Yeah, uh, this. This is a big the Foo Fighters is a big get for Bonnaroo.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, I we've said it before. Dave Grohl is probably the coolest uh, guy carrying the rock and roll torch uh, right now. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see the show. I
2: am, too. I um, You know, I saw them at Shaky Knees uh, last year. And then, of course, that was before the news about Taylor Hawkins. And so when that came out, I thought, man, is that the last time I'm ever going to see the Foo Fighters? And you know, so that this is a huge
0: deal. So I saw them during the, um, the famed Lollapalooza after show at the Metro in Chicago that they played for four hours. They, and they did an hour of nothing, but Taylor covering Rolling Stone songs with Dave on the drums. It was one of the more, unbelievable nights of music I've ever been a part of. I I just couldn't believe that I was watching this go on and on. And they had more energy by the time they ended than when they started I can't imagine what that's going to be like at Bonnaroo. Now I know it's going to be different because Taylor's unfortunate passing, passing, but man, that Foo Fighters show, don't sleep on it. There will be uh, guest after guest show up. I can't imagine how they operate the drum kit without Taylor and how many songs Dave, you know, takes over or what kind of guests they bring out to play with them. I, I am really, really excited for the Foo Fighters, exceptionally
1: excited for the Foo Fighters. Yeah. I, I, I'm already going down the list. You're still talking about Foo Fighters. I'm with you. Well, I was going to do like top. Let's put it this way. What are your top line takeaways as you just look at it immediately? As far as artists, uh, Foo Fighters, for sure. My Morning Jacket, of course. Marcus Mumford is another one of those. uh, Got a history with Bonnaroo. Uh, Portugal, the man, certainly. Um, I'm excited to see the Pixies on here.
2: I am, too. That's one of my picks.
1: Uh, Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Rainbow Kid Surprise. Yeah. Um, where are the other ones? It's just on and on. It, it, again, so many of these are either they've done Bonnaroo in the past, or they um, they're a, a great fit. You know, it's just you know, I keep going back to that. This just feels like a Bonnaroo lineup. You know, my my top line impression is
0: that I don't remember a time where I know more artists on the lineup. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go all the way down through, I mean, Thursday's an interesting one. We'll get to Thursday, but you you go deep into Friday, deep into Saturday. And I know all but maybe five artists on this. Right. You know, they, yeah. I mean, this is as as known and mainstream of a lineup that I can probably imagine they put together in a long, long time. Um, Which by the way, speaking of, being put this lineup being put together tonight at six o'clock. If you want to join us live on YouTube, we're going to have our old
1: buddy from, uh, is
0: he from, from C3? Does he actually work for C3 now?
1: I don't know how that works. I, I the, think the, he's still at AC. But, okay. But yeah. Okay. One, one of the guys that actually books the festival,
0: uh, is going to join us again. um, tonight at six o'clock to uh, talk about how this all came together. I I give him a lot of credit. There's a lot of uh, stuff that is familiar to uh, the lay person, you know, Uh, you look, if I can go all the way down to, you know, on Friday, just use, actually use Saturday. For example, if I go all the way down, Remy Wolf, Bob Moses, Corey Wong, Andrew McMahon, Colony House, Devin Geffillian, the Beths, the Sacred Souls, and Super Jam. On s- Saturday alone, there are three artists that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. How is that possible?
1: I don't know. It's pretty great, though. All right yeah. let's
0: let's start let's start on Thursday. Let's uh, go through Thursday. Um, You've got Zeds Dead, Liquid Stranger. I mean, it's it's a very dubstep electronic night on Thursday. Uh, you get down to Dead. That's probably your and Diarrhea Planet. So Dead and Diarrhea Planet. I don't know how this is going to actually look on the poster. We're looking at it a little differently. We're looking at it all alphabetically. So how they're going to line up everybody in the in the poster is is you know to be determined. But Dead and Diarrhea Planet. Diarrhea Planet from Nashville, Tennessee. Dead from Chicago. Uh, both sort of like indie rock darlings. I'm um, trying to find some other like rock artists. The uh, JP Sachs is, I mean, the chicks dig him. The chicks love the uh, JP Sachs. He's got a little bit of electronic stuff into him too. Uh, and then the star of the show for me on Thursday, New Orleans' own Big Frida. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see Barry Quarter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> twerk with bounce music. Barry quarter <laughs> twerking on Thursday night. I wanna see it. I want I want you to throw your back out on night one. I want you to go hard on night one with big freedom. Yeah, Barry. Yeah, you I got that it?
2: new hip. Why not?
0: I know, man. <laughs>
1: Gotta to to show it off. Hey, you paid for it. You might as well use it. Might Get your money money's worth it. <laughs> That's right. It was too uh, new to use last year, but I'll be able to this time.
0: I know I know Liquid Stranger's probably the headliner for Thursday. Um I'm not uh I don't know much about them other than their Canadian electronic uh outfit. I don't know much uh, about them. I uh, can't say that I listen, you know, it's just not my not my lane, but um I'm really, really excited for Diarrhea Planet and Dead. I, I think Dead is is a uh is a home run. I love
1: that band. Yeah. That's cool. It definitely like you said, this is the first time. We've seen a Thursday lineup where we know a lot of the bands. So um, it's going to be fun. It's a great start. That's a great start. So we go into Friday, uh, lineup day on the
0: What Podcast. Uh, Lineup day, we go into Friday. Of course, Kendrick Lamar is your headliner. We can go down the list here. I I think what sticks out to me is a 3-6 Mafia show. That will be a uh, patented 2 a.m. Probably that tent Probably will have terrible sound, uh, <laughs> but I won't care because yeah. it'll be so much fun. It'll be, so it'll be a fun.
1: blast. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun.
0: Uh, watch out for Noah Khan. I really like this dude. Uh, Noah Khan on Friday. I anticipate that being an afternoon sort of singer songwriter, a little laid back and chill. I love the Noah Khan uh, song, Stick Season. Really, really good songwriter. For me, it all starts. Usually on a Friday when the sun goes down, the weather starts to turn. The sun starts to turn the entire farm into a beautiful patina, and no better. And I hope to God the schedule gods help us uh, with this. Sylvanesso, as the sun goes down, will be absolutely peak Bonnaroo. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I, f- I figured that's where you were going. Earlier in the day, I can I can imagine Kingfish. Uh, he's a you know he's somebody. Russ and I were talking about earlier he's been Chattanooga quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, I you like guitar you know he's a good one so yeah Friday's a good uh, kind of ease on into and then you're right that Sylvanesso Esso at, at sundown
0: but you know at the same time off. but at the same time Sylvan Esso late night would be all, uh, fantastic if Fleet Foxes are an early evening you know at six thirty, seven o'clock I could see a Fleet Foxes hitting that patina perfectly
1: it's going to be fun to talk to uh, our guy later tonight to talk about these lanes because they really, they're there or they appear to, you know, the opportunities there for a lot of these lanes.
0: The The other one in um, sort of the Sylvan SO, uh, lane, Rina Sawayama. Oh, my God, there's not an album I loved more. Was it last year or the year before the Rena Sawiyama? I am ecstatic about that set. Uh, we knew Muna from some of the, the Rue Clues. You know, in the same sort of vein of Anoah Khan, you've got Matt Mason. Uh, I like Matt Mason. Good kid. A lot of stomping and clapping, though, with Matt Mason. He's got a lot of stomping songs. Um Nothing but wrong he's a, with good, a good
1: stomping song. N-
0: nothing wrong with that, but that fills the same sort of space as a Noah Kahn. So I kind of anticipate, you know, both of them doing an early afternoon um, sort of back-to-back singer-songwriter set. Uh, what else? Anything else on Friday that that stands out to you? Black Midi is on this. I mean, I go all the way down, even on Friday. You know, Black Midi, Peekaboo, uh, D- Muna, Alex G, Alex G. God, Alex G is so good. I mean, I'm 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 having a hard time finding many artists that I just don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Grizz will make a lot of people happy. Portugal, the man. Um, something to see everywhere. Uh, a-
0: big, F- biggest news for Friday. Well, AFI, yes, but the biggest news for Friday is that Bonnaroo listened to the What Podcast and gave us a baby. <laughs> or <Lord> Taco. <laughs> is baby Keem a baby?
2: We're going to find out. We're going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and I will let you know he's
1: back
0: he's I'm back. back I'm back
2: yep.
1: <laughs> yeah the the, show, yeah the number
0: one show number one show Taka goes to is Baby Keem isn't yeah. it
2: yeah after the whole little baby the baby debacle uh-huh. uh,
0: he's
1: back,
2: d- back. D- debacle
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you know anything about Baby Keem nothing I don't even okay. know if he's a baby or not but will that be the show you go to on Friday
2: I'll be there If there's nothing else,
1: (laughs) yeah. Yeah, got to get a
0: walk by at least. (laughs) Lord Taco and babies. The man knows how to identify babies.
1: I still want to see Lord Taco's face up on the big screen, pointing and nodding or shaking his head. Well, we got our baby. We got our baby baby baby. on the lineup. Now we just
0: have to get them to follow through on the other thing that we demanded. (laughs) Taco saying.
1: Yeah. That's
0: funny. All right, let's go to Saturday. Uh, of course, the uh, the big one here is is Odessa getting a um, a prime slot. Uh, I was told a long time ago that it was going to be the eleven o'clock uh, time on the what. Uh, right before that will be Lil Nas X, and you got to imagine that after Odessa late night on the what I. Uh, I have a feeling, I just have this feeling that they're going to do My Morning Jacket after Odessa, uh, late night, I uh, and I don't know if there's going to be a better moment, even as a guy who, you know, I, I, I can't say I'm the biggest My Morning Jacket fan, but Barry, you converted me the second I saw him live. When I saw this show at a festival, it's just different. It hits different than when you see it at a in a theater or you see it indoors, it, it, yeah. it's just different at Bonnaroo. And if you listen to us at any point in the last five years, talk about Bonnaroo is just
1: different that my morning jacket said is going to be the reason I maintained since I first saw them in Oh seven, they are the perfect Bonnaroo band. Uh, I I just don't know of any, any better. And, yeah. um, Uh, Yeah, the the one you that one was the four hour set that started at midnight in the rain, um, Mm -hmm. and just blew me away. I came home obsessed. I listened to nothing but my morning jacket for months. (laughs) So, and the show you talked about was in Louisville, uh, where they're from. That was a great show. So, very excited uh, to see them on this list. I mean, it sounds sort of douchey, but there's really
0: nothing better than seeing Jim James's hair flow. You know, as he's, it's just, it's such a good show. It's such a good show. Uh, I think the big surprise here, in the same uh, vein as Three Six Mafia, I think that you're going to have some heads turn at corn. Yeah. yeah. Who saw the corn thing happen? Who nope. saw this coming? Nobody. Not one. Not one person. Was anybody talking about corn six months ago? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, it is going to be strange if it's like. It, it, I take it as Alice Cooper's slot from years ago, right? Uh, where Alice Cooper was on that tent uh, late at night. Like it was like a twelve thirty, one o'clock show up against my morning jacket. That's where I kind of envision that corn show. What about you? Probably. I'm here for it.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, yeah. To me, that's that's high school. So I'm nice. I'm excited. Are you going to be looking for
0: some corn moms? Is there such a thing? Hmm. There might <laughs> yeah, there be. There might be some corn moths. <laughs> no. oh, a whole new demographic <laughs> for you to di- tie yeah. into.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, you got Jenny Lewis. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, Jenny, the the, the female uh, lineup on Saturday is just fantastic. Jenny Lewis, Sophie Tucker, Cheryl Crow. Now, I think they might get a little bit of heat this year for not having a um, female headliner. I think Paramore probably gets you as close as you can get. But I think that, you know, as far as Saturday is, I mean, Cheryl Crow coming back in and of itself. I remember you guys. I, roll, I remember rolling my eyes at that show, and then you guys coming back and saying, amongst others, by the way, not just you guys, saying that that Cheryl Crow set was fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember that that conversation as well. Lots of people were talking about how good that show was.
0: Yeah,
2: surprised a lot it. of people. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't jazzed about going into it, but uh, yeah, it was a good show.
0: Uh, SCS nine. We talked about coming back to the farm for um, from year two. Uh, boy, big wild Bob uh, Bob Moses. I hope I hope they get see. This is the other thing too. the you, you know n- now comes talk about the schedule and yeah, and who gone, goes where. Man, it. I hope Bob Moses is late night. I, I just there's something about that show that I don't know if it will work at seven eight o'clock. If but then again. How many more shows can you put at two o'clock in the morning? Um, I, I'm see, I could see six shows showing up late at night. Louis the Child, um, by the way, I saw Louis the Child in, in Lala Lollapal- Palooza a few years ago, and they fly a plane over the sky and they write things in the sky during the show. It's a really, really clever, uh, nice. clever look. Um, young, Grace, you got your. Young Gravy, Bob Moses, Andrew McMahon, Walker and Royce, Devin Gaffillion, friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. and then the Beths. Oh, I love the Beths! That's a really good uh, indie rock uh, startup band. Yeah. Um, any uh, anything else? Oh, by the way, the other thing on Saturday that's going to be late at night. Add this to the list: the Super Jam. Yeah, which we don't now, know any more details, but yeah. Something tells me it's a Haley Williams Super Jam, and they just haven't finalize the deal. I'm, I'm trying to find somebody else in this lineup that could work better than Haley Williams doing the super jam. And maybe it, maybe it's Dave Grohl. Um, and maybe Marcus it's a Foo Fighters
1: could be Mumford. I could see him being involved. Maybe. Yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe
2: Sylvanesso again. Cause they were planned to.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's another good one. I forgot all about that. That was, we're going, we're back to the 2021 failed lineup that we never got to actually see uh good point taco uh, and then sunday wow sunday is is boy oh boy this is stacked from one yep. two three four five six seven eight nine
1: yeah. yep that's uh, usually my debate day do i go home early or do i stay <laughs> there's no going home early no again we're home. not <laughs> no. But again, I'm not looking at
0: the poster. I'm just looking at how it's it broken down on the press release. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I think I you, mean
1: you can't you stopped at eight. I'm going on down to Fran to Peach Pit. Uh wow. That's a really strong day. Sammy Ray down there at the bottom of our list that we're looking at. So yeah, we don't know the the yeah. poster yet, but uh, uh
2: Drew Holcomb's on there.
1: That's a strong day. Yeah, there's there's seven
0: bands I've never heard of. I mean, like that's that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Now it's not going to be one of these years that I feel like I'm going to discover a new band. Uh, I might be different than the regular person, but I I I don't feel like I'm going to go to this and stumble upon my new favorite band. Um, Maybe I'm wrong, but like if you're telling me that I know more and anticipate more artists to see than less. I, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't know where my
1: discovery is coming from this year. Um, there's a lot. Wow. There's going to be a lot of don't misses on this for me. Um,
0: Hippocampus on a Sunday. That's, you know, Hippocampus, another one those, if if you had a Sunday night slot, a Sunday overnight slot, boy, I would love to see Hippocampus there. I think it's going to be weird having them in the middle of the evening. Um, you know, a seven, eight o'clock Hippocampus show sounds a tad strange to me. Uh, peach pit might be perfect as the sun goes down, but again, by Sunday, it's just about survival. Um, I've seen Franz Ferdinand so many times. I'll be totally honest with you. I am so bored by that show. Uh, I know people still like them. I, I do. I like them. I like them. I just, I'm back to my argument about, uh, what was that band that you claimed that I hated the other day? Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't. But I, it's not that I dislike them. I've just seen the show so many times now that... Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know if I need to see it f- a yeah. you know, fifth time. Girl in Red, Humphreys McGee, Pixies, Revivalists from New Orleans, New Orleans' own Revivalists, Marcus Mumford, Paramore, Foo Fighters, Alesso, Peach Pit, Franz Ferdinand. That, and that's just... The, half of it.
2: You know, Sunday yeah. looks like the strongest day for me.
1: It's pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty strong. wonder when they'll have Umphreys and Foo Fighters. I mean, both of those are, you know, if Umphreys, if Umphreys does their long, you know, two, three hour set, well, I don't know when would they do it. Um, well,
2: Foo Fighters has to close it out, don't they?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah yeah I mean that's a it's a good point Umphreys McGee at six o'clock in the evening <laughs> it's right. kind of strange mm-hmm. right um yeah I, I just don't know i i uh, sunday is is always been our come down day and can we leave early and you know your legacy act now is the Foo Fighters I don't really want to leave
1: like no, that's no, not going to
0: yeah. and the Foo Fighters will go until they are pulled straight off the stage <laughs> you know and when you think about when you think about how the Foo Fighters do these shows and they're like almost they're almost challenging you to stick around I can imagine they would stay on a Saturday and play until Monday uh, Sunday rather play until Monday morning uh, and and why stop I don't know why they would stop who's going to stop them what shows coming after the foo fighters yeah
2: who's who's gonna say uh you gotta you gotta you gotta leave
0: (laughs) it's enough (laughs) yeah i mean at the end of the festival last show of the entire weekend the foo fighters might play forever they might
2: they might do five hours that's fine with me because i'm there till tuesday or wednesday anyways
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm first guy in last guy out yeah wednesday
2: what day yeah. did I leave? I don't know. It, it's it. I was there a long time.
1: I know they ran you off.
2: I was. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> was He's gonna one? have to start.
0: You're gonna have to start paying mortgage on your yeah. Uh, yeah. on your camping yeah. spot. He had his mail rerouted. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I really, I, I think that this is as complete of a Bonnaroo lineup as we've seen in a long time, especially after the knocks they took last year to come back this strong. And I, I, I hate using this word, but this thick, like the middle feels full. Uh, the undercard feels yeah. um, um, deep enough. And the headliners are really, really strong. And yeah. by the way, we're saying all of this in a world where Coachella is having all the problems in the world with their lineup for a second year in a row. Um, you know, bon- Bonnaroo has, has, I feel like, hit a... yeah. Hit a long home run, a very deep to the left home run. I yeah. think
1: uh, going back to June, you know, after after that um, festival we talked about, it needed to be a home run. And I think in my mind anyway, I was thinking the headliners need to be really, really strong. Uh, I think after we talked for several weeks and months, sort of figured out, no, it needed to be good top to bottom. Um, and it needed to be... It needed to be a Bonnaroo lineup. The lanes needed to be, you know, solid. And I think they hit all three. Uh, I I really do. Uh, I know we'll pick it apart today and tonight and weeks to come, but, um, man, there's a lot in here. Uh, So there's a lot in
0: here. Uh, Bonnaroo lineup day on the What Podcast. Let's go through... I don't like calling them snubs, but what are the bands that are not on here that you totally
1: expected to be here? Um, I've only got a couple. I don't think I have any that come to mind, but you know, I, I don't think that way, you know, I know, you know, I know, but, but Once like they it, hit my morning jacket, I'm good. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, know.
0: <laughs> I, I'm kind of surprised that we didn't see any Miley. No Miley. That's a big, Yeah. Considering she has a new album, uh, I'm sure she's. What I've, what I've tried, we've tried to explain over the last couple of years is that uh, most of the time. Uh, the headliner level artists don't like doing festivals on album cycles, right? They they like doing it on off cycles because an album means a tour and they can do multiple cities. You talk, when we go back to the booking episode and how, you know, they, the promotional plan usually with new albums doesn't include festivals because they can monetize a tour so much easier than they can monetize a festival. But if she goes on her promotional run this year with a new album and, and new music and, and, I would start to think that she's the 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 front runner for next year. If we start thinking about twenty twenty four, you know, a Coldplay, a Miley Cyrus, they're they're really in play at this point.
1: Yeah, and just based on like the New Year's Eve thing, she seems to definitely have a plan in place and is following it. Um, so, you know, they probably got this year scheduled out. So, I, I agree Shock, with that. Shocked? You
0: there's no Dolly this year.
1: No. Okay. No. I mean, I know she said she wants to do it. She didn't say she would do it. You know, she said Uh she wants to do it. Uh, Uh So maybe again, maybe they're planning for next year. I don't know. I don't want to speculate on that. Oh, I do. Yeah, I know you do. I do. (laughs) I want to. Have at it. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what we're here for. (laughs) Have at it.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of any other artists that y- you could have made a case for this year that they, that they didn't grab onto. I, I, I you know, yeah, we, we heard them say pretty clearly that Taylor Swift was not going to do it. They said that on the podcast. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't ever foresee a day that Taylor Swift plays Bonnaroo to be totally fair. Um, <clears throat> I think that if you want Taylor Swift, you're probably going to get Justin Timberlake instead. You know, I'm talking about like Nashville-based artists that are big enough that give you like a eye-popping wow. I just don't think you're ever going to see Taylor Swift.
1: Who was it suggested that she could do multiple shows there on the farm, not Bonnaroo, but other time of year? Uh, was that us? Did we have that conversation? No, I've I don't know. I've, I've never know. had that conversation. It's an interesting idea. She could certainly fill it up. Um, so
0: yeah, but why would she do that when she can just go to Bridgestone?
1: Yeah, where it's air conditioning. Yeah, do multiple night of Bridgestone. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I It was an interesting idea.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to take my Taylor Swift fans and then make them camp yeah. for
1: day upon day no, no, because no. they do like because the,
0: she's know. like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they would do it. But anyway, I can't think of anybody, Brad, to your question that just again, it's not fair because my morning jacket is on here and that pretty much makes me happy. But I can't oh, think of anybody else that I, you know, wow, I wish so-and-so was was on here. Um, Man, here. The, oh. thing,
0: the thing I just realized, I don't know why I'm just now, this is just occurring to me, but my God, the... The conflicts that are going to happen this year, or are going
1: to cause warfare. Yeah, I, I, I said that a few minutes ago. There's going to be plenty.
0: Oh my God! You, I'm when I look Someday, at like. Yeah. When I look at Saturday, well, Sunday's tough because, right, because there's no late night, but Saturday late, excuse me, Saturday late night, you know, there are 12 possible late night bands here. Why, uh, how in the world are they going to keep from major conflicts that send everybody into (laughs) anger management classes? Um, Expect the conflicts. Barry, you put some money down. What's the over-under on this
1: thing selling out? Ooh, um... I think it happens. I think it happens. I don't know. It may be one of those uh, week of or a couple weeks before, but I think it happened. It's a doggone, it's great lineup.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going over as well. I think it's going to happen. Hmm. I think it'll be close. I, I think yeah. that when I hear somebody say that they're putting daily tickets for sale, I hear that as we're trying to make more money after a sellout. Mm-hmm. I always hear that as uh, we're trying to milk a few more dollars out of a festival capacity that we can, uh, that is available to us, right? Um, that year that hangout did so well and they went back to the city and they said, Hey, can you expand our capacity by a thousand more people? It, it equated to what? 10 million more dollars. Yeah. Um, and it's a very easy putt for them to add, you know, 10,000 or 5,000 more date passes on a, on one day then sell 5,000 more three-day passes and then it really starts stressing their infrastructure. But if they can add 5,000 tickets on one day or 2,000 tickets on one day, they're just, that's just, they're playing with house money at that point. They just get, it's just extra sales that they weren't going to have in the first place. That to me signals that they're anticipating the selling out.
1: I, again, just going back to the whole lane thing and, the, and how strong the days are, You know, you you can buy a ticket and you're going to be you're going to find something in your wheelhouse every day, all day. Uh, You know, that was the thing about last year, not to go keep picking on it, but last year just felt so disjointed. Uh, It was still a good time. But lineup wise, it was, you know, eh. what am I going to do today? This one's yeah, (laughs) looks like all day long, um, every day.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, that's something. We'll, and again, join us tonight at six o'clock with Brian, who helped book the lineup. I, uh, that's something that we can talk about. And in, in a de- however delicate you want to put it, I'm not the most delicate person in the world. But uh, how difficult last year was to actually book coming off of a pandemic? Um, how much was that a struggle versus this year? Um I'm really excited to talk to him. If you want to join us tonight live uh, on YouTube, what's the YouTube link there, Taco? Uh, How do you find it? YouTube.com slash the what podcast. Oh, the what podcast on YouTube. And we'll do a a live show tonight with you and your commentary, your instant reaction for the lineup after you've spent however many hours with it today and letting it sink in. Uh, I'm sure we'll have completely different thoughts about it in a few hours after we've stared at it all day yeah Yeah. so join us uh tonight youtube slash the what podcast with uh brian from ac entertainment we'll have some other special guests as well uh i'm can't wait to hear the most negative person on the planet's reaction to this (laughs) he's uh promised to join us mr brian stone brian stone um yeah, which is great because he'll be on for about thirty seconds before he, technologically he won't be able to f- complete a thought, and <laughs> then blame it on us, yeah, and yeah. and then he hates everything, and he'll see you in June. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: It'll yeah. Be, so that, tonight's gonna that's fine.
0: All right. So okay, so so who's so now that you have got the lineup, who's the first band you go to listen to? Uh, to sort of get in the Bonnaroo spirit. Ooh, that's a great question. Ooh. I mean, obviously, because already... I because I have a suggestion. Mm-hmm. If you want, after you make your decision, go ahead. No, I want to hear what you oh, the, your initial... I, you know.
1: My first reaction is Pixies. Um,
0: Pixies. Zed's dead. Yeah,
1: okay. I'm going to start there.
0: Okay. Well, add this to the list because I want you to be uh, up to speed by the time we get there tonight. Rina Sawayama. Please yeah. listen to that album. I love it. I absolutely love her. Uh, she's an absolute superstar. Absolute superstar. All right, we'll right. do. Okay. All right. Uh, see you tonight. Happy uh, lineup day. Glad to. Uh, glad to finally be back amongst the living. Year six, <laughs> season six. Boss. Yeah, this kicks off season it?
2: six. This is incredible.
0: Wow. Yeah. Officially season six time. Yeah. This is. Um, mm-hmm. It's getting deep. All right, guys. All right. We'll see you tonight on the What Podcast. Love you, bye.